everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Today's podcast, I want to get real practical with you about how to be using or implementing these podcasts inside, now I'm talking about the Revving the Word podcast, inside a well-balanced, healthy, and whole, we like the word whole, healthy and whole fitness program. Meaning when you move your body, this would be uh, some things to think about to move well, to move better. Not to move more or faster, but to move better. So if we're going to talk about fitness, we are, there are three main components of fitness. And again, this is purely physical, but I think you'll be able to see some spiritual elements for sure. The, the physical body really mimics our spiritual training too. There's three big components of fitness that you would want to consider. If you came into my office as a, as a client and you wanted to have um, personal physical transformation, yes, we would look at nutrition, the input of what's going in, but also the output, what you're doing, uh, that it makes sense, that you're not just moving to move to burn calories. There's a way to move smarter, not just more. So I, I wanted to do this podcast to help you out and maybe look at your your physical, you know, how you're how you're feeling in your body. Not necessarily what you're seeing, like get your eyes off of the unseen, but how do you how do you feel? I always <clears throat> I always say fitness is a measure of the inside. Uh, do you, how do you how good do you feel? Or do your bones hurt? Do you ache? Are you just kind of pushing through and you keep pushing through? If that's true, there's there's things we need to listen to about our bodies. Our bodies are wonderful instruments. They are meant to be challenged and they grow. Through the right amount of challenge, the right amount of stress, they can actually increase and grow and they learn to deal with stress and and develop resistance and hormones and chemicals get released that help us to continue and have endurance and have perseverance so we continue to maintain some strength. It is true, what you don't use, you lose, Right. So this is a, a wonderful world to set up. The gravity, the tension that comes against us can actually be harnessed for us. But pay attention if you're constantly tired, if your body hurts, if you just don't feel well, if your heart rate suppresses when you're working out, if your heart rate tends to, you're like, God, I feel like I'm working so hard, but my heart rate seems to be lagging. Those are all good indicators. It's something's a little off. It could be adrenals, it could be thyroid, it could be um, it had more hormonal, something going on in mission control because our bodies uh, do react well to stress, but at a certain point, if you stress it too much, it backfires. Sound a little bit like worship, right? Things are good, but if you make that good thing your God thing, it will backfire. So working out is good, and to do it well is what I hope to see you do. So it just makes sense. And Again, I don't want you seeing, I'm not interested in having you in the gym for four hours uh, in a day. Let's, let's get in. Let's do it well. Let's make the most of it so that our, our physical bodies can manifest uh, the, the spiritual reality of what God's called us to do on the earth. So three components to be thinking about in terms of output is cardiovascular, strength training, and flexibility. Those are the big top three things. They're, there are other components, things like speed and power, agility, coordination, balance. These are all things uh, as athletes that you would start to do more and more of and train. So professional football athletes or basketball, they, they have uh, a, a program that isn't just 
an, a program for the person that's like, hey, I just, I just want to feel well, be well, live well, and get on with my life. I'm not called to make money in any way using my body. Um, so that just kind of want to put that to the side and keep things simple for you. So cardiovascular training, resistance training, and flexibility, those are key components to not overlook. <clears throat> As I explained to you uh, each one, please keep in mind which one excites you more and which one you kind of go, ugh, I just don't like doing. Because whatever we don't like doing is probably often the thing we need to do more of, amen? So let's talk cardiovascular. Cardiovascular, I think we all know, is just to elevate the heart rate. Get the heart rate up. Um, once upon a time, did you know that it was considered taboo to get the heart rate up? Uh, it was kind of like the uh, like Columbus looking at the horizon and people going, I think you're going to fall off. If you, if you go out too far, it's too risky. Stay here where it's safe. <laughs> but something about Columbus is I, it's out there. So I'm going to push towards it. Let's just see what happens. That's kind of what happened for us in the 1960s as aerobic exercise. Prior to that, you didn't really stress your heart. They thought if we stressed the heart, it would blow up. <laughs> it could actually cause a heart attack to stress the heart too much. So uh, what we started learning more about cardiovascular health, we started seeing the effects of uh, cigarette smoking, which was so socially acceptable, going, wow, we're, we're as we smoke, we're actually polluting our lungs and taking out its natural ability to filter now I have a harder time breathing, which affects how I can travel blood through my body. The blood in your body, blood is life. There, without blood, there's no life. Without air and blood, there's no life. Uh, you breathe oxygen in to get oxygen into the cells, which is carried through the blood. We pump blood through our body. The heart does that, and it helps carry the um, the good in and out with the bad. And it's a beautiful little dance that the heart does with the blood. Cardiovascular training is meant to help you increase the amount of blood that you can push through your veins and arteries at one time. Something called VO2 max, volume output, uh, volume of oxygen uh, can be measured. And in athletes, their VO2 is really high because they've trained uh, for, for that. They have learned how to train their lactic threshold and push it higher and Let's just say it's very uncomfortable, but they've learned how to be comfortable with the discomfort and uh, continue to increase capacity to hold more oxygen. The more VO, the more the more amount of oxygen you can drink at one time and use it in the body, the more the the more the longer you can go. You're not going to hit a wall and crash and get the byproducts of waste that happens with carbon dioxide can't be pushed out of the body. So that's just. Heavy breathing. Anytime uh, you go for a walk, a run. Uh, I mean, cardio happens all day, right? If you climb a flight of stairs. Uh, if you notice you're stressed, it affects how you breathe. When you are driving your car and you think you're going to hit something and you have that immediate <gasps> response, uh, your, your, your blood vessels, capillaries, arteries, they constrict. They tighten up, kind of like hold on to the blood. And that's why you feel that rush and kind of hard to breathe for a second, and then you kind of waiting for your system to reset. That's all just this effect of blood, and of course, some hormones that get released, and cortisol, and endorphins, and such. But the the blood carries these hormones around. It just kind of keeps things moving. So cardiovascularly, cardiovascularly, you you want to train that. We tend to fall into one thing, or another. we like cardio, and so we just go, "That's what I do." And we often think that if we do cardio, we're we're 
burning the most amount of calories, which is true in that moment. Uh, if you want to burn a bunch of calories, then just keep running and running and running and going and going and moving and moving and moving. Endurance athletes, uh, a tri- a triathlons, Ironmans, um, long distance anything is purely cardiovascular and they train for such case. But for someone like you and me, the average person that's just like, I got things to do. I just want to feel well doing it. I want to hold on to the best of my ability, my body's capacity to move blood through uh, my various systems. Then you would be just fine um, doing some cardiovascular where it's just steady, get your heart rate up steady twice a week. Twice a week, okay? Uh, 30 minutes. If you wanted to go longer, you could. And, and, and hear me, I hate putting numbers on things. The minute I put a number on something, somebody goes, oh, I can't even do 10 minutes. Okay, then do 10 minutes. <laughs> do 10 minutes and maybe you'll work your way up to 30. And if you never get to 30, praise God, you do 10 minutes. Some of you hear 30 minutes and go, oh, that's too short. Like I got to go 60. Well, check your motives there. Do you have to go 60? What happens if you go 30? Can you be happy and satisfied at 30? The whole point is anything, literally after three to five minutes, your body is already starting to go into an endurance phase, a cardiovascular. It's kind of rhythmic. It breathes rhythmically and it just feels good. That's where endorphins start to get released. I personally am a cardiovascular girl. I love cardio. I would, if I didn't know better, it's all I would do. I like the endorphin release. I like the steady pump of my heart. I like to kind of zone out. I'm not having to think about my form or, or, or feel an intense burn. I just kind of like to lock in and go. So our Revving the Word podcast that are endurance, those are great. Use them twice a week. You'll have a, a, great, a great time doing those. Then another two days a week, you can do something that we call... <coughs> pardon me, HIIT training or interval training. So it's kind of a mishmash a little bit where you are playing with the heart rate. You're allowing the heart rate to get up higher and then come down lower. That's why we have our revving the word interval training. Um, and you could do that as well and be if strictly just cardio. So you could do it running, you could do it elliptically. You could, but at the same time, you could do it meta. This is kind of metabolic. This isn't really about sustaining my heart rate. I'm trying to challenge my heart to go up to some high places and then recover as quick as possible and then go to another high place and recover quick as possible. This is where VO2 max can get can gain. And you can do this using weights as well. So cross training tends to look more in the metabolic places and kind of a hit training. It's it, you wonder like you're like am I doing cardio am I doing weights because your heart rate's up, but you're also charging the muscle at such a load that it's still some strength training too. Or it could just be straight up, you're just running and doing some sprints. My concern for people that run a lot or um, kind of do repetitive motion over and over and over, uh, just be real careful. Be aware of, the, of overuse. Be aware that moving through one plane of motion over time um, it has its payoff, but at some point, uh, moving in other planes is going to be so beneficial and help you balance out your muscles. So that's kind of these other two days a week. You can be challenging your heart rate, maybe using some weights as well. This is um, also where we have RevWell TV 
all of, I would say many of our workouts are a lot of this metabolic meaning we you got 20 minutes we're going to train your heart rate we're going to train you cardiovascularly and we're going to train your strength um you know but which takes me to the next point but I'll, I won't jump ahead but basically it's kind of an all for one but I can't train that way every day I would burn out it can be too much to overstress your body to send it up into these higher anaerobic places anaerobic meaning I'm no longer carrying oxygen I'm actually just trying to catch up to the waste that's in my body and remove it and it can only last for so long before I will hit a wall that's really good to do but hear me twice a week maybe three times a week you've seen in infomercials now love those before and afters and they they say all the research is in hit training metabolic training this is the way to lose weight and it is true it's the most bang for your buck, but there's a bang. <laughs> there is a pain involved. And if we think like it's about the calorie burn and this is how I do it, if we just move more to more burn more calories, then we could end up in more pain than we need to be and actually have setbacks due to injury. I just don't want you to be set back. I want you to have a good, healthy, and whole balanced approach to your body because you are lungs and heart and muscles as well. So that takes me to the other two days a week. Now these are my least favorite days. I'm just going to say it. Two days a week, I make it my primary goal to strength train. The primary thing I'm trying to do is strength train. Meaning I'm not getting my heart rate up in, in, a, in a rhythmic pumping way. My heart rate will come up because I'm exerting myself under tension. My muscles are getting exert exertion under tension. And the byproduct is, yes, my heart rate comes up. But that's not the primary goal. That's why the, the HIIT training is kind of a middle place where you get, a, get some strength training and you get kind of all over. You're kind of confusing the muscles. Where this is no, we are just strength training. And you can do that two days a week total body and again I'm talking to the person that just wants to have general well-being two days a week a total body workout which usually is composed of about eight different exercises four for the lower body four for the upper body again we have tons of these types of workout back in RevWell TV where you could um, use any total body strength a lot of ours because our our online workouts uh, are I just don't want you consume more than 30 minutes you just get in get out and get on with your day so two days a week, I do total body strength. I make it my goal to strength train myself. Um, on, I get the weights. I get resistance tubes. I use my own body weight always. The best tool you have is your own body. And I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I would much rather go for a run or go dance or do drumsticks or kickbox or something. But I will say, so this is why I asked you at the very beginning, know what, know what lights you up. Pay attention. So for me, cardio lights me up, but I need to strength train. And I actually, my body feels better when I do. And it helps me, helps support my love to just get my heart rate up and sweat and pump. It supports that as well as the days I don't get to do it. I, I, it, it, it disciplines me and then I look forward to getting back to it the next day. So the other thing I was gonna want to just let you know is it's it's really good not to do like two days in a row. So try and mix it up. One day, uh, Monday, you do cardio. The second day, you do some HIIT training or some metabolic training or some interval kind of training where it's a little bit of weights, a little bit of cardio, 
maybe kind of all over. It challenges your heart rate, challenges your muscle. Then on Wednesday, um, just strength training. Or you could take a rest day. Or you could hit that last part, which is called flexibility. I'll get back to that in a minute. And then on Thursday, you could repeat it again. Back to cardio only. Go for a nice steady walk, a run, a hike, whatever feels good to you in that way. Then Friday, back to some HIIT training. And then Saturday, just some strength training. And then another rest day. Finally, flexibility. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't have a day that I just go, today is my flexibility day. Um, I really take care of myself on the, when I'm done with any workout, I'd spend at least five to 10 minutes stretching. That is the best time to spend time stretching. Your muscles are warm. They're ready for it. Feels good. So do it. Do I know? Do you ever notice the gyms now? It's like the last thing people do or even stay for. As soon as the workout's over, they're, they're gone. They got things to do. Money's time. Time's money. I got to go. And really, I'm like, gosh, that's, 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 the, that's the good stuff. That's the golden stuff. That's the stuff that sets you up for a better day tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So take time for flexibility, even if it's just five minutes. Every night before I go to bed, I take some time on my body, five, ten minutes. I'm going to do another podcast talking about foam rolling, but today I just want to say stretch. <laughs> Forward fold, touch your toes, breathe. Make sure you're breathing when you stretch. Um, Hip openers, recline, bring your knees to your chest. Uh, Seated, forward folds. You know, people go like, I don't know how to stretch. Just listen to your body. Just sit down. There's basically three postures to stretch in. Standing, seated, lying down. There you go. Have fun. Stand up, stretch. Sit down, stretch. (laughs) Lay down, stretch. You're just bringing the muscle in, uh, bending it and holding it and breathing, releasing it and uh, doing the opposite side. It's not really difficult, but it does need to be done. And I almost think because it seems too easy, it gets overlooked. So every day, a little bit, especially the days you move your body, make time. And I, I honestly feel like if you don't can't leave yourself five minutes to stretch, it's really because you made it about what you can do for you instead of what the power of stillness can do for you. Calm down, sit down. And I really believe it's really a great time to give your heart to God, rest in him, hear the word a little bit clearer. I always think sometimes workouts are like, we're just we're just toddlers having tantrums for a little bit. And then once I've had my, okay, that, that release of laying down, stretching, uh, doing a Be Still podcast for a few minutes, it's so, so, so beneficial. As I said, I'll talk more. I think we'll do a podcast on recovery and restoration and how to be kind to yourself. As um, I just really want to avoid you hitting walls, getting hurt, being injured, sidelined, and maybe potentially feeling hopeless. Because if our bodies don't feel well, we're definitely set up for uh, vulnerabilities of being hopeless. And I just don't want to see that for you. So I hope this helps you today. Please, info at revelationwellness.org. You can email, ask any questions. Um, go to revelationwellness.org at the website. Check out um, RevWell TV. There, that's where the library of other things that you could do with us um, are there. And not only that, I guarantee you, it is so about <laughs> love God, getting healthy, being whole, and loving others. <coughs> 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 
that you won't even know you're working out or doing the thing that you don't want to do, but we'd love to partner with you in doing that. So have a great day, friends. Uh, Let me pray. Lord, I just pray whole and divine health over everyone listening, God, that we would be people that wouldn't just do what we like to do. We would do what is best, God, what makes us whole. Thank you that you see the whole picture of our life and that we can come to you and ask for more knowledge, more information, more motivation, and more inspiration, Lord, to move towards the final goal that you have for us. We love you. We give you our hearts. In Jesus' name.